Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 614 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Speaker of the House of Representatives Mike Johnson, as promised, introduced a separate 14.3 billion US dollars aid plan for Israel alone. Contrary to the White House's massive $106 billion initiative, which included aid to Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Johnson's bill also does not include the humanitarian aid to civilians in Gaza and Israel that the White House has requested. According to Bloomberg, Johnson's initiative provides $14.3 billion in aid to Israel by cutting President Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. The compensatory cuts are a precedent, as Congress does not typically cut other programs to pay for emergency spending. Separating funds for Ukraine from more popular aid to Israel risks Congress being unable to continue helping the country in its counteroffensive against Russia, especially if House Republicans repeat a September effort to demand changes to U.S. immigration law in exchange for funding for Ukraine. The Biden administration accused House Republicans of politicizing national security interests, reports Forum. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean-Pierre said that demanding compensation to cover basic U.S. national security needs, such as supporting Israel and protecting Ukraine from atrocities and Russian imperialism, is inconsistent with the normal bipartisan process and could have devastating consequences for the U.S. security and alliances for years to come. Minister of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine Mitro Kuleba assured that the U.S. Congress supports the additional aid to Ukraine requested by the White House, but this issue is used by some political players for their own interests, reports European Pravda. He stressed that in politics a lot depends on the statements, but in the end the result on the scoreboard is what matters. Quote, we are now working to ensure that the result on the voting board in the U.S. Congress is positive for Ukraine, unquote. Russian President Vladimir Putin said that Ukraine and the agents of Western Special Services influenced the unrest in Mahachkala on 29th of October, reports Radio Liberty. On Sunday, 29th of October, anti-Semitic protesters broke into the airport in Mahachkala, Dagestan, Russia, and tried to board a jet that had arrived from Tel Aviv, looking specifically for Jewish people. Putin claimed that these events were tampered with, including through social media. Not least from the territory of Ukraine with the hands of agents of Western Special Services. Earlier, Sergei Miliko, head of the Gestan, blamed Ukraine for the unrest. Russian human rights website Gulagunyat reported that Russia's Federal Security Service will point to a Ukrainian tail in anti-Semitic pogroms in Dagestan. After the video of the storming of the Mahachkala airport in search of Jews appeared online, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that Russian anti-Semitism and hatred of other nations were systemic and deep-rooted. Matthew Miller, spokesman of the U.S. State Department on Monday, 30th of October, rejected Russia's claims about Ukraine's involvement, reports Interfax Ukraine. We would really appreciate if you could rate us, ideally with 5 stars, in the apps where you are listening to this podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and others. This really helps more people to find out about the highlights from Ukraine and truth about Russia's invasion. Prime Minister of the Netherlands Mark Rutte informed that the F-16s the Netherlands pledged in order to strengthen Ukrainian air defense will arrive at the training center in Romania in two weeks, reports Ukraine Forum. 
During a phone call with President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky, Ruta said that the training courses for the Ukrainian pilots who will fly them can start shortly. Mark Rutte assured Zelensky that the Netherlands will continue supporting Ukraine and the escalation in the Middle East will not become an obstacle. Time published a large article about the problems faced by President Volodymyr Zelensky during the war, from the situation at the front and international support to the fight against corruption called the lonely struggle of Volodymyr Zelensky, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The author Simon Schuster claims that public support for aid to Ukraine in the US has been declining for several months, and Zelensky's latest visit did nothing to restore it and did not bring the expected results. Accordingly, Zelensky felt exhausted from the constant need to convince allies that Ukraine can win with their help. Quote, no one believes in our victory like I do, no one. Unquote. Zelensky said in an interview after his trip, indicating that it takes away all your strengths, your energy. But his convictions has not changed. Despite recent setbacks on the battlefield, he has no intention of stopping the fight or asking for any kind of peace. On the contrary, his belief in Ukraine's eventual victory over Russia has hardened and taken on a form that worries some of his advisors. It is unshakable, bordering on messianic. At the same time, the author writes that some of Zelensky's entourage are convinced that the president is deceiving himself. Quote, we have no options, we are not going to win, but try telling him that, unquote, the unnamed representative told the author. The author of the article also lists the problems that could arise this winter if the Russians attack the energy infrastructure, as well as military problems with the onset of winter. But Zelensky refuses to put up with this. For me, freezing the war means losing it, he says. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We're a commercial initiative of just two people, and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.